Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. Folks, you can't make this stuff up. It's just too good. Hey, great to be with you, friends. Welcome to Political Coffee, the show where, the radio show where you get to call in and talk about what I'm talking about. Well, until Fridays, and then that's Freedom Friday. You can call and talk about anything politically you want to talk about. So keep it to the topics today. When you've lost San Francisco, what does that say, and what does that mean for Portland? Hmm. And you can't make this up, folks. The incompetence of the bureaucracy of the left is stunning, not just in Oregon. But what about Hunter Biden's favorite Las Vegas hooker? Prostitute? Got twenty got a twenty thousand dollar federal PPP loan for female owned sole proprietorship after Joe Biden took office. Well, that'll be interesting to investigate that. Folks, liberal, far left. San Francisco recalled their radical district attorney, Chisa Bodine. When you have lost San Francisco, what does that mean for the rest of the nation? 60%, folks. Over 60% voted to get rid of this far-left radical George Soros-funded Prosecutor, DA. Hello, Mike Schmidt in Portland. When you can do that in San Francisco, what does it mean for Portland? What does it mean for John Hummel in Bend? Now, we've seen two radical leftists Turn them all loose, not going to prosecute them. DA candidates lose here in Oregon. In Marion County, Paige Clarkson successfully defended her being the DA. And in Washington County, for the DA there, successfully defended his DA-ship against another radical leftist carbon copy. Folks, if I'm telling you, it's about crime, homelessness. Yes, inflation is big. There's no question about it, but it's big. Also want to talk about Matthew McConaughey. On the screen right now on Fox Business, he was at the White House yesterday calling for raising the age to buy a gun to age 21. Is that going to work? Now, I understand this is an emotional issue for him. Uvalde is his hometown. I get it. And I like Matthew McConaughey. But it ain't going to work. And you know it, and I know it. I've got a great email from Lee. We'll get to that about Matthew McConaughey 
in a moment. In Oregon, there's a story about Lift Every Voice, KATU, trying to give a boost to the signature effort to put on the Oregon ballot, raising the minimum age to buy a handgun to 21 and 18, excuse me, it is today a handgun. You have to be 21 in Oregon and 18 for rifles and shotguns. Okay? They're trying to lift every voice. That's the ecumenical, the liberal um, organizations, churches, religious organizations have collected 45,000 signatures. Folks, they got to have a lot more to get them on the ballot. They need 112,000 signatures, valid signatures by July 8th, which means they need 150,000 total. The story is all about giving a boost to this effort. This is why we detest the mainstream media and KATU. Oh, it's a story, and we're talking about it. But, and speaking of that, how many ways can you stay say stupid? I mean it, folks. Think about this. The story on coin six about the Beaverton mom and gun owner who turned in her guns. And of course, willingly, because being silent is complicit. Really? Is it? How many ways can you say stupid about announcing to the world that you have just disarmed yourself and making yourself a target? For any home invader, any rapist. And of course, Coin Six being the liberal rag that it is. I mean, it's not a rag, it's a TV station, but they are what they are. Has to immediately start off this story with the fake statistics we talked about yesterday. Here's the first paragraph of this story about the mob turning in her guns willingly to the Beaverton police office. It is day 158 of 2022, and although the year is less than halfway over, the Gun Violence Archives, the liberal leftist group, reports there have been more than 247 mass shootings in the U.S. so far, including three in Portland. Those statistics and the stories to go with them prompted one local gun owner to surrender her firearms to the Beaverton police. And, of course... The TV cameras were there. Not that this would ever be set up, right? Not that anybody would have ever called Coin6 and said, hey, you know, we got this gal who's going to turn in her guns willingly to you because we have talked to her and convinced her to do it. Of course, they didn't say that. She says she grew up with guns. She was, and there's pictures of her. She said, I was probably seven or eight when I went to summer camp and learned how to shoot a rifle. Good for you. You've handled them safely. She felt compelled to turn in her rifle, handgun, and two shotguns to the police. Not because it was about rules or rights, but because it was about values. Quote, she says, 
I think there's a lot of us that are responsible gun owners who are not very vocal. We don't come out yelling about our right to bear arms, but I think being silent is making us complicit to the problem. I think we, what we have to do is speak up and we have to acknowledge our role. What, to disarm yourself? To willingly give up your second amendment right to defend your innocent life? How many ways can you say stupid? Stunning, isn't it? This woman's sense of history, by the way, ignore is so skewed, it is stunning. You see, she does not understand that the reason she lives in a free country and had even the right to own a gun is because citizens fought back against tyranny in the Revolutionary War and even before the Revolutionary War because they had guns. They had weapons of war, hello, equal to what the British troops had, in fact, many times even far superior. The Kentucky long rifles that the sharpshooters used in the Revolutionary War, far better than the muskets of the British, which were often unreliable and very inaccurate. This woman, Jenny Hahn, I'm sorry, folks. She says she feels more hopeful now that her guns are out of her hands and out of circulation, and she hopes her actions will be a strong example for her children. I think she is quoted that for us to effectively change, we have to make a decision as society together because they're going to be more effective than having government tell us you can't have these weapons. I think it's more powerful to say we don't need to have these weapons. Really? Jenny, maybe you ought to read the FBI statistics about Portland, about the Portland metro area. Maybe you ought to actually ask the Beaverton Police Department How many home invasion robberies, crimes, assaults have occurred? Hmm? You don't need to have a weapon to defend your family, Jenny? Do you think that when someone's kicking in your door, Jenny, that you can call 911 and a police officer is going to show up in time before you are dead? or your children are dead, or you're being assaulted sexually, or just physically pistol whipped, like the two guys that invaded the home. We talked about this story three years ago. And the wife went and got an AR-15 and shot one of them and killed one of them. Jenny, you are deluded And someone has convinced you, someone who set up this interview, so Coin6 happened to be there at the police department to see you turn in your guns. How many ways can you say stupid? Lee writes an email about Matthew McConaughey. By the way, it's 503-589-1220. It's the power of Buick GMC talk line. If you want to talk about any of these, also national Republicans have pumped a bunch of money, thrown a bunch of good money away by giving it to the unelectable Christine Drazen. 
I'll tell you more about that. Or San Francisco's DA being recalled by over 60% of the vote. All of this is on the table today. Matthew, hey, Matthew, writes Lee, Matthew McConaughey. I love your acting and your passion about many things, but your speech at the White House, raise the age to purchase an AR-15 to 21. Really, why stop at 21? Will age really matter to someone who's hell-bent on destruction? For those raised outside the city, they usually learn responsibility, respect for others, equipment, and guns at an early age. Those that hunt learn the value of life firsthand. Not like many who learn to push the reset button. Matthew, thank you for your passion. But you've missed the target. Target of family morals, respect, and the reality of one's actions. Attempting to get on the target with those issues will have dramatic effects on future shootings. Amen, Lee. Amen. And Freddie writes me a text about Jenny Han. Jeff, she voted for Joe Biden, too, I bet. You know, you're probably right. You know, you can check every voter's name and address in Oregon. Did you know that? VoteRef.com. V-O-T-E-R-E-F.com. VoteRef.com. And you can do that in Oregon. In fact, in most states. Pretty cool, huh? 620, back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Yes, we are back 22 minutes past the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. By the way, thanks to Avis for sending me the voteref.com link where you literally can look up voters in your state. It gets, it doesn't have all 50 states yet, but it gets the official data from the state each state, and you can look it up. Now, that's fine for the moment, but what happens when what Dr. Frank talked about happens for all these centralized voter registration systems, at least in the states that have them, and we do? What happens when they're hacked? When they insert voters prior to the presidential elections and then they take them out after? I mean, this is still not bad. And I still think it's worthy of your knowledge and understanding it. But anyway, 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Folks, we're going to try to bring, and we are trying to bring, Dr. Frank to the Gathering of the Eagles on Labor Day weekend. September 3rd. Part of the reason is, is because that's the only time we can get Dr. Frank. We're also trying to get 
Mike Lindell. Dr. Frank has already committed to Labor Day weekend. So we know we have him. I don't know about Mike Lindell. I'll keep you prized of that as we go along. I also want to keep you apprised of the opportunity to do business with a great company here in the Mid Valley area. Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. We're going to have Eric on the show. And I do this again from time to time. Why? Because I want you to learn a little something about so many of our advertisers that have stuck with us with us a long time. RighteousRenovations.com. Righteous Renovations. Eric Azer. It's Eric at RighteousRenovations.com. You can call him at 503-341-3816. You know, the important thing about doing business with, and it's an easy, you know, one, two, three step process. The important thing about, especially if you're doing something in your home and having either handyman work done or frankly, major remodeling done. I mean, your home's your inner sanctum. It's your castle. It's your place that is yours. You do not want it disrupted in a <laughs> in an unproductive way or in a way that just makes your life miserable. And that can happen sometimes. Eric Azer, Righteous Renovation, takes great care in making sure that your experience with them is a good one. Check out their website. Check it out for yourself. And you should. You need to do your due diligence here. And this is why I think it's important. You contact Righteous Renovations if you're interested in handyman or remodeling services. 503-341-3816. RighteousRenovations.com. You can email Eric or you can call him. His phone number is up there. RighteousRenovations.com. By the way, election night last night in seven states. The Breitbart headline today is election night night live wire. Seven states vote a red wave bruise off of both the coast. California, New Jersey, South Dakota, Iowa, Mississippi, Montana, New Mexico are selecting Republican and Democrat nominees. That happened last night. Now, we also know that what happened in um, well, it was profound in San Francisco. The radical leftist, by the way, the father of this radical leftist DA, Chisa Bodine, is the son of a convicted weather underground militant, David Gilbert. This guy, the DA of San Francisco, was the first of a whole bunch of left-wing prosecutors that were elected to pursue criminal justice reform, vowing to stop persecuting quality-of-life crimes. His recall, they write, in the country's most left-wing city, I don't know. I don't know that they're any more left-wing than Portland or Seattle. But that's debatable. It sends a warning to left-wing prosecutors nationwide, dozens of whom have been elected in the past few years with the help of millions of dollars in spending 
by George Soros. Actually, and a lot of other people, like the one that tried to unseat Marion County DA Paige Clarkson and Kevin Barton up in Washington County. That was a um, commodities trader trust fund baby spending his daddy's money because he's a leftist. Anyway, stunning, folks, 61%. That was just the first, first batch of mail-in ballots. Now, they could probably, um, probably, you know, do it up a little better. The AP called it at about what time? No. Oh. Uh, like, like 9, 11, something like that. When you've lost San Francisco, doesn't that give you hope that maybe in Oregon, if Republicans are smart enough to run on crime and hopelessness and maybe inflation, they can actually win. Do you think they will? Back in a moment at 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's uh, 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is... The Power Buick GMC talk line, folks. You want to comment on what we're talking about? What I'm talking about today is your benevolent dictator talk show host. Again, 503-589-1220. Emails always to Jeff at 1220.am. Or Jeff at kslm.news. By the way, did you see that 30 were injured and at least one person dead as a car plows into a crowd near a Berlin, Germany church. Oops. Didn't use a gun, did they? So if you raise the age like Matthew McConaughey wants, to 21 to buy an assault rifle or a shotgun or anything. And a 22-year-old goes into a school and shoots up a bunch of little kids because you disarm, you don't have any cops there. Thank you, Portland Public Schools. No school resource officers, armed. Um, what do you do then? You raise it to 22? What if it's a 35-year-old nut job, crazy person? Hmm? What do you do then? You raise it to 35 or you do just ban all guns? You know as well as I do, it ain't about the gun. Betsy Johnson said it best. 
In fact, I think, in fact, Dale uh, sends me a text message that he's getting some internal communications from Oregon Firearms Federation that maybe, maybe, just maybe, Betsy got an earful on her gun comments. An earful from the people that she has always stood firmly with. Raising the age, Betsy said it best, the lethality of the gun is irrelevant. I can do more damage with my deer rifle than an AR-15. I can do more damage with a handgun. And it's already 21 years of age. You know, if you're walking into a classroom and you and your intent is to kill a bunch of kids because you're crazy. It's a lot easier to whip out the old handgun. In close quarters combat, you don't use long rifles, folks. Military teaches you that. You, you former military combat troops, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Julie writes me an email about uh, how do you check if a deceased parent voted? What website database do I see to see if my deceased parents may have voted? And what info would I need to sign in? The Oregon Secretary of State doesn't show anything. You should be able to go to uh, OregonVotes.com and you should be able to see, uh, put in their name, assuming they're from Oregon. Uh, it's OregonVotes.com, I believe, is is the website you want to go to. I will check that uh, here in a moment. Got to remind you, um, there's a bunch of rain coming again. Pfeiffer Roofing can keep your home dry if it isn't. If you know that your roof is not in good shape, why don't you call them? They'll come out and take a look at your roof for free. It doesn't cost you anything. They'll give you an assessment of what condition your roof is in. Any kind of a roof. Metal roof, a shake shingle roof, an asphalt shingle roof. They can look at it. And they can take a really good look to decide what options they would recommend for you. And then you can decide what you want to do about it. Don't wait till it's too late. Seriously, more rain is coming. This isn't over with, folks. So give them a call. 503-647-4725. That's Pfeiffer Roofing, second-generation family-owned company. Been in the Mid-Valley area here since 1978. That ought to give you some comfort and confidence. You can trust them. PfeifferRoofing.com is their website. P-F-E-I-F-E-R, Pfeiffer Roofing. Dot com. Let's go to the phones to Glenn. Glenn, good morning. Yeah, Jeff, uh, two and a half years ago, I talked on your program about an assault in Salem that took place against yes. me in third to fourth degree. And then when uh, it came time for trial time or him to appear in court at the annex, you know where the annex is, is that a, that is a sheriff's station, correct? The annex. I believe it is, in, uh, yes, yes. I believe it is. Uh, here's the problem. 
when they sent me a letter from Clarkson's office that he would appear in that courtroom on a certain day, and I was there sitting with the rest of the people uh, as a guest, uh, he never, they never called his name. The judge did not call his name. I was there the whole hour and a half. Now, if you're on the docket to, to appear and then the judge doesn't call your name, is that not fraud or is that criminal on the part of the court? It happened twice. And I called the judge out for it from, from the uh, viewing stand. So what, now, what did who, the judge who say? Set that up? What that? did the judge say when you did that? He said, why are you still, why are you in my courtroom? I said, sir, uh, Mr. Garcia was supposed to appear in your court today and you never called his name and you want to know why am I in your courtroom? Why is, why did you not call his name? And he looked at me and he said, uh, he had nothing to say really. And then he said, well, I'm going to look at the, my computer. And he looked at his computer and he said, well, he didn't appear. Did he? That's what the judge said to me in response to my question. He said, well, uh, he should have appeared, and uh, I'm going to uh, set bail at $200,000 and issue a bench warrant. Okay, and he dropped it, and I left. Then they, they had another hearing for him about one month later. And guess what? I went and sat in the other side, uh, courtroom A, courtroom B. And I sat there an hour and a half. And guess what that judge didn't do? He didn't call his name. And then at the end, he says, why are you in my courtroom? I said, because I'm here because Mr. Garcia was supposed to appear. And you didn't, judge, you didn't call his name. The second time, I, I, I have the letters. And then I'm asking myself, does the court have that authority to send a letter from Clarkston's office that he that this person is going to appear and then they don't even call his name when he's supposed to be on the docket to appear, who hid his name? The judge, the district attorney, or the governor? Who told them not to call his name and throw my tax money in my face that I pay for them to hold those court hearings? Who did it? The second time they then raised the bail to $400,000. You know what it meant? Absolutely zero. It was dead. The whole thing was, the whole system is dead. It's, well, the whole I, system look, is I, criminal. I, I agree. I mean, if, if that's how this plays out, then you're right. The system is broken and it ought to be fixed. I, the answer to your question is about who gives the judge the authority to do that. I would assume it's either by county code or state law, wouldn't you? I know it is because I... I used to be in uh, uh, continuing legal education. I know okay. the judges. I know the lawyers. And I know the statute. And it comes from the governor down. If somebody is going to violate the law at that level, at, uh, at assault at third and fourth degree, and, right. then lay, right. and then have the judges raise bail to two hundred dollars to $400,000, you, you're doing some pretty serious stuff against the citizens. And I've got the documents. I kept everything. All right. And then, well, and then when right. it came for them to, to uh, give me restitution for the injury 
for Kaiser that was to do the MRI for the injury, they didn't pay. They said they were going to pay because of uh, uh, what is the member? You might have been in the legislature when they uh, said they were going to start uh, uh, victims' uh, resource m- money to pay for uh, damages to right. people that couldn't pay their bill, their hospital bills. They never paid. I submitted everything. They didn't pay a dime. I went. I went to Clarkston's office and asked him about all of it. I, and he I, just rolled his eyes. Glenn, I, I I get your point, and and thanks for. I'm, I'm going to let you go at this point because I I want to continue talking with others. Five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty is the Power Buick GMC talk line. You're going to give up your guns. You're going to let like this Beaverton mom did. Gave up her guns willingly. Did it with the TV cameras rolling. Are you willing to do? Do you think it's going to make any difference? If lifting the voice who's trying to bring more gun control measures to the Oregon ballot, if someone approaches you with a clipboard asking you to sign it, or would you sign it? What do you think Christine Drazen's going to be doing about gun bills? What do you think she's going to say about them as a candidate? What would she even do? Back in a moment, call or hang on. I'll get to you on the other side of this break in two minutes. It's Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Philip writes an email, says, give up your guns. People want to give up their guns. They would be smarter to sell them to fellow citizens. I know there's a lot out there willing to buy because quite a few lost their guns in boating accidents recently. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Let's go to the phones to a caller. Caller, good morning. Who are you and what do you have to say today? Hey, you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. Hey. And who are you? <laughs> uh, this is Danny. Hi, Danny. Hey, what, what, I wanted, calling, brother. what I wanted to say, there's not much we can do in Oregon. I mean, we're, we're, we're pretty much at the will of who's in charge here. But what we can do as the average citizen is go to your local gun shop, Buy as many lowers, buy as many accessories and magazines, support your local gun shop, and really send them a message. That's, that's the only way they're going to see it. When they see these records get broken month after month, then they'll know that people still want their guns, and that's important to them. Yeah, you, you that's, know. That's really it. No, it's a great suggestion. And, Danny, i got to tell you something. You know, we have a number of gun shops that advertise on this radio station. And I think it's a great idea. I don't own an AR-15 yet. I think I'm going to go out and buy one. I mean, I own a lot I, of other guns. i got a ton of I guns. Hunt, okay? I hunt with an with a AR, with the 450 Bushmaster. I've taken deer with it. It's a great, it's a great rifle. It's one of the, one of the things I like so much about it is when I'm walking around in the woods, my wrist is at like a good angle and it doesn't wear my wrist yeah. out. 
throughout the day. I mean, everybody's everybody likes them for different reasons, but they're very they're very easy to hike around all day long in the forest. They don't they don't wear you out like a regular I, I traditional never, rifle does. I <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm packing a thirty uh, six or my grandfather's seven millimeter. Those are big, heavy guns, and I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so, it, it hurts your wrist. By the end of the day, you're, I mean, you're, yeah. you're tired by the end of the day. I mean, I'm, I'm not young. I'm a little bit older, and it's, it's definitely it's so much easier to, to hawk around an AR than it is a three oh eight or a .30-06. It's, it's, it's much easier. Danny, thanks for a great suggestion. I appreciate you listening and appreciate you calling yep. in. And don't comply. That's Danny. <laughs> All right, man. I, I, yeah, don't yep. comply. Go out and buy a gun. Support your local gun shop, folks, right now. I'm serious. Go out and buy a gun. Don't be like this stupid Beaverton mom who gave up her guns. All in a political stunt. Jeff Kubler writes me a text, says, when tyranny starts limiting freedom, what and how is it limited and constrained? Referring to tyranny. How do you limit and constrain tyranny? <laughs> With a gun. Rich writes an email about Matt, Matthew McConaughey. Says, it seems to me Matthew McConaughey has missed the most effective way to protect schools. School resource officer, armed teachers, harden the schools. We spend billions on evil countries and on the Ukraine, but nothing for the protection of small U.S. citizens, a.k.a. children. We spend millions on school buildings, but what on their safety? We don't. We don't because people like the this uh, uh, this person who represents... Um, Lift Every Voice, Reverend Mark Knudsen. He says, you're going to arm teachers and make it more secure so students feel like they're walking into a prison rather than an educational building? No, we just have too many guns in this country. Hey, Mr. Knudsen, your measure doesn't take guns away. If you think we already have too many guns or something like 400 million of them, how do you propose dealing with that? Hmm? Oh, that's the next step, isn't it? Confiscation of your guns. So how many kids have to die, Mr. Knudsen, because you're not going to get your wish of removing guns? And that's what you really want. Why don't you admit it? Huh? Seriously. Yeah, we want to... And by the way, maybe somebody ought to do a story with those schools that have been hardened, like what they've done in Sweet Home. And they have done it in Sweet Home, folks. I know. How do I know? Because I, knew one of the, I know one of the school board members there has been there for 18 years. I do business with him. He told me how they passed a bond. They hardened their schools. Somebody ought to ask. Maybe Mr. Knudsen ought to ask. Maybe somebody ought to tell Mr. Knudsen, you know, the people who, the teachers and the kids and the administrators in these hardened schools don't feel like they're in a prison. This is leftist gobbledygook. And how many kids have to die, Mr. Knudsen? Hmm? You're, seriously, because you oppose the hardening of schools like Joe Biden. 
How many kids have to die? Maybe somebody add, ought to ask Tina Kotek. Well, I think they did. She's not really excited about the idea. Christine Drazen is good for her. Betsy Johnson surely is good for her. It's just stunning, folks. The insanity, the idiocy of people. Why people think the way they do. Now, I know I've been a little bit passionate about this, but the idea that we're going to let criminals loose, like Mike Schmidt did, he refused to prosecute 892. It's more than that now. 892 violent offenders who were arrested during 100 consecutive nights of violent protest and rioting in downtown Portland, refused to prosecute them. 892 of them. What's the fruit of that? You know what it is. Downtown Portland still looks like a third world country, folks. This is beautiful downtown Portland. Because of people who think like Mr. Knutson thinks. Because of DAs elected all across the country. By the George Soros crowd. Freedom, heating, and air, folks, believe in freedom. They stand up for it. It's in their name. They believe it. That's one of the reasons they give seniors and veterans discounts. You know, at some point, the rain is going to stop. The hot days are coming. And if you're not going to be comfortable and you know you're not going to be comfortable because right now your air conditioning system is not working right why don't you call them they'll come out and fix it for you they'll assess it they'll talk it over with you because that's what they do they respect you as the customer and they get out to you right away give them a call 503-584-1556 freedomheatingandair.net is their website Freedom Heating and Air. .net. By the way, the Trump candidates did really well across the country last night. Trump endorsed candidates. Folks, keep fighting for everything you believe in. Danny had a great suggestion. Go to a gun store. Go do business with them on purpose. Tell them you did it because you support them. Go buy an AR-15 while you still can. And keep praying this great nation and this state. See you tomorrow, friends. Make it.